What's up, guys? And welcome to the first episode of my new podcast, Currently Searching. Uh, if you don't know, my name is Jonathan Snyder, and I'm going to be talking with you guys every Wednesday about the subject of relationships, social media, and just personal things in my life that I just want to share and we can all grow from together. Um, I mean, in the trailer, if you listened, I know I said I'd be posting every Wednesday, uh, but I really, I don't know, um, excitement got the best of me and I am posting an episode today, which I mean, I am super excited about. So yeah, I mean, today has been a crazy day. I am really tired. I'm kind of sick. So if I start coughing, um, I mean, <laughs> like I am right now, just ignore it. Uh, the thing about this podcast, I love the um, platform that I'm using for the podcast, but I can't like stop and edit. So it really is just like a one take thing, which is kind of scary because, I mean, they want you to be real and authentic. But at the same time, I am new to this, so I don't know how this is going to go. Also, I know that whenever I... <laughs> Sorry. Okay, this is going to be annoying. Anyways, I know that whenever I talk like in a microphone, or I feel like whenever I talk in front of a class or stuff like that, I'm like really monotoned. So I'm going to try to not be monotoned in this. I, I, I'm really scared that I'm going to be monotoned. But I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, I'm not monotoned and I'm not boring. But before we get into today's, before we get into t- today's topic... Um, I just wanted to say welcome. I'm actually excited to start this uh, podcast. I was really kind of like hesitant, but I was like, I mean, screw it. Might as well just do it. I mean, if people don't like it, they obviously don't have to listen, but I just wanted to share my thoughts and do all that stuff. Um, again, before I get into it, you can follow all my other social medias. I mean, I'm, I'm literally on everything at this point. Um, but yeah, again, super excited this podcast is either going to be <laughs> like a great thing or it's going to be horrible and it's going to flop. So, I mean, a lot of y'all already listened to the trailer. I got a lot of listeners on that. So I'm super excited to like release this episode, see how it does. I mean, honestly, if it really just resonates with one person, like I'm fine with that. Like if I have 3000 listeners, awesome, amazing, love that for myself. But if I have like two, as long as one person is really just connecting with what I'm trying to like give and like the advice that I'm trying to give, and trust me, look, I am not the expert at everything. I am only 21 years old, and I do not know everything about life. Like, I'm only 21. I have not experienced so much, but I have been reading and, like, watching videos and documentaries from people that have experienced so much, and a lot of them have, like, I guess you could say helped change my perspective on a lot of things in life, and so I was like, well, I want to share that with people my age share that with people who follow me on instagram or whatever and what better way to do that through a podcast um so yeah i mean i have been growing myself especially with like the pandemic and not really being able to go out i mean we've been in a pandemic oh my god i can't talk and i want to edit that out so bad but i can't anyways we have been in a pandemic for almost two years now which is actually so crazy to think about because I mean, COVID is not going away, and I mean, I've still had a lot of time to just reflect and, like, self-meditate on, I think as you could say, like, the past or things that I want to do. I'm, like, setting a lot of goals for myself, and so I think throughout, like, the topics that I'm going to be talking about, whether it's, like, 
social media or anxiety that I'm struggling with or depression or literally whatever, I really just want to like be open because I know like a lot of times, I mean, I'm already, I'm already swerving into the a social media lane. A lot of times, a lot of us portray ourselves on social media as having happy, perfect lives when in reality, there's so much that like goes on that we, you know, don't like or want to change and a lot of a lot of times we don't know how to change what we want to change in our life you know what i mean and i think that by us by people just being open about their issues and being open about what they want to like change it will motivate others and really like help other people to like see hey i'm not alone in this and i can actually like get through whatever i'm getting through so i mean listen the pandemic has left a lot of people feeling alone and isolated and I mean, I have turned to some amazing people through like the media, through like podcasts or through YouTube videos that um, like really inspire me and (coughs) sorry, that like really inspire me and really like help me um, like grow. For example, uh, Jordan B. Peterson, he is an author and I've been reading a lot of his books recently. Just kidding. I'm only actually reading one. Um, I started one. I want to read more of his books. Um, I don't know why I said I've been reading a lot, uh, because I haven't. <laughs> um, anyways, I am reading a book that's called 12 Rules for Life. And that book has been amazing. And um, one of the things I'm going to be talking about today, kind of like he touched on. Um, and then another person I've, that I have been listening to is the one and only amazing fashion icon, Emma Chamberlain. Guys, if you don't know Emma Chamberlain, like on YouTube, she seems so funny. You know what I'm saying? And she sounds like she's just like gives off these great vibes of just like happiness. And on on Instagram, you know, she posts these pictures of just like amazing style and just a, I just kicked something. Um, she gives off like great style inspiration and like everyone loves her because she's funny and all that stuff. But if you listen to her podcast, it's called Anything Goes. It's also on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever else you listen to your podcast. Um, if you listen to her podcast, Anything Goes, you realize how much she struggles with body dysmorphia or anxiety or depression or, um, you know, she talks about how she dealt with her parents' divorce. I mean, she goes into a lot of just really good detail about a lot of aspects of her life that you don't see through YouTube, that you don't see through Instagram. So if you want just like other cool topics, um, then definitely check her podcast out. Podcast out. It's called Anything Goes, um, and she really does talk about everything and anything. So it's super cool. Go check that one out because, I mean, I've been listening to her podcast. She actually came out with a podcast today, um, and she was just giving advice on relationship stuff, which is super cool and funny to hear. Um, no, she's really funny. She's gotten really good. At, I, I remember her first podcast was like not that entertaining, but now it's gotten really funny. I mean, I've, hopefully I can get funny. I'm not naturally a funny person. Some people say I am. Some people say I'm not. But I mean, I want to just flow and like keep a conversation going because honestly, guys, I don't like prepare for this. I literally just like think about a topic and think about what I'm going to talk about and then I just talk about it. And there's no real like thinking or no real like contemplation about what I'm going to talk about. I really just pull out and pull it out of my brain as I'm talking. Like right now, what I'm saying, I'm pulling out <laughs> as I'm like trying to like talk about it. So, anyways, my goals for this podcast: one, not to be monotone because that's boring. 
Two, to really just like try to bounce around on topics because I contend, like, I don't know, that I wrote, okay, what I did write out is I wrote out a list of everything I want to talk about or like general ideas. And of a lot of things were really depressing. Like, not going to lie, I had like a lot of sad things. So I'm going to try to throw in some like fun things to talk about. Um, but I want to get real and I want to get like authentic with people because I feel like that's what people miss nowadays because everything is so digital. Um, I need a coffee again. One sec. <coughs> but with that being said, I want to get into today's topic. And today's topic is success and failure in life. Um, to start off, I want to say people are good at everything. We all have our own hobbies, right? We all have those things in life that... um like really motivate us you know what i'm saying uh in high school for me it was tennis um right now for me not gonna lie i don't really have a hobby which i'm trying to find i'm trying to find a hobby because i find when i'm not at work and i'm not you know reading or i'm scrolling through my phone i don't really have something that i like am passionate about um so i'm definitely looking for something if you guys have any ideas let me know because i'm trying to like get into a hobby but i think whenever you're passionate about something I think it's so funny that I'm talking about being passionate about something, but I'm not passionate about anything. Anyways, um, pretend I'm Emma or Jordan talking. Anyways, um, whenever you're passionate about something, it gives your life meaning and it helps like push you through whatever you're going through. And that leads to success or failure. In high school, I was really good at tennis, and I won district and state freshman, sophomore, junior year of high school. Now, what I didn't tell you was the fact that my school was tiny. Literally, there was 90 people in my grade, and our school was really small. So the percentage of people who play tennis were very slim to none. And then the percentage of people that were actually good is even less than that. You know what I'm saying? So naturally, someone, me, who played tennis way before high school, played every day for four hours a day, like, was at my country club all the time practicing, obviously I'm going to be really, really good. So whenever I joined the tennis team, I was, like, number one singles, I was winning all the matches, like, it just was that thing. Yet whenever I went to the country club to play, like, my everyday practices, I was, like, mediocre. There were other people there that were better than me, other girls younger than me that were better than me, you know? Because at school... It was a smaller group, so I had the better percentage of being better. And I think that can relate to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it doesn't have to be tennis. It could be cooking. It could be, oh, I don't know, whatever you're passionate about. Uh, (laughs) Crocheting. It could be modeling. It could be acting. Like, you can be good at something, but there always is going to be someone better. And, I mean, that can sound like, like, damn, I know that someone's better than me. But, like, you have to accept that and you have to use that as motivation to do better. So, no matter how good you are at something or how you rank your accomplishments, there's someone out there who makes you look incompetent. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're a decent guitar player, but you're not Jimmy Page. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're never gonna be able to make a whole crowd go crazy but everyone at the local bar might think you are 
like a red hot chili pepper like uh guitarist but because you're not on that scale you're never gonna know because there's always someone better um you might be a good cook but there are many great chefs out there that you know run whole massive hotel restaurants in new york city or in los angeles you know like your mother's recipe for i don't know lasagna might be amazing but i don't know gordon ramsay's is is he the chef wait guys i don't know is gordon ramsay a chef i feel like he is i feel like he is a chef no maybe he's not guys i really don't know and i can't search it up to look because i'm on my phone right now recording this wow that's really embarrassing if gordon ramsay is not a chef someone please stab me but if he is then i think my example is validated you know so i mean (laughs) your mom's lasagna might be good but it's nothing compared to gordon ramsay god forgive me if he's not a chef but you know what i'm talking about um and Whenever we push ourselves to become better, I mean, a lot of good things come from it because you're setting discipline not only in that aspect, but it trickles into other aspects of your life. Um, And inside of us dwells this, you know, internal voice that knows all of this and it wants us to constantly do better. Um, And this is the thing. This is where it gets tricky um, because, I mean, maybe I'm going to step on some toes. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. But our world has become so, I guess you could say soft or so, um, as TikTok term, snowflakes. There's a bunch of snowflakes um, that success and failure are somewhat irrelevant. And this is what I mean. Failure is the price we pay for standards because mediocrity has consequences that are real and that are like rough you know what i'm saying so like you might not win that trophy and you're gonna lose but you're learning lessons along the way you know standards are necessary to have winners standards are necessary to have losers standards are necessary to know what's beautiful and to know what's not beautiful standards are necessary to like be able to distinguish good from bad and pretty from ugly and um fit from not fit distinguish uh, i don't know a big house from a small house and whenever we take that out we're getting rid of standards that get rid of people's motivation to do good for example my brothers used to play on a soccer team it was i forgot the name of it but it was called like not fifa it was it it was something like that like i don't even know but it was like fun family something 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 and the point of this league was you play soccer but nobody wins or loses at the end of the game it's called a tie and no one is declared the winner and no one is declared the loser and that is literally the dumbest thing i think i've i've ever heard because (coughs) sorry people need to know what it's like to win people need to know what it's like to lose and if you take away that joy and that pride from winning and you take away that shame and that you know annoyance from losing then you don't know what it's like to accomplish something you don't know what it's like to actually achieve something 
And so we're raising a generation where people are okay with not winning and people are okay with not losing because there's nothing to win or lose. You know, if I was in that soccer game and I scored four goals, first off, that would never happen. I suck at soccer. But let's say I scored four goals and the other team scored one. I mean, I win. I mean, like I scored four, the other team scored one. Four is bigger than one. Therefore, I win. Yet the fact that the referees are like, oh, no, it's a tie. Like, like we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Like, no, like that is what it is. So then you think, you know, so then you think like if four, if four goals doesn't beat one, then what even is numbers? Because, you know, the bigger you go, like the more you count, the bigger it gets. So it's like, like if you're getting rid of like ambition and success, you're getting rid of other things. You're getting rid of the concept of a number or you're getting rid of the concept of, of like ambition and desire because there's no point in trying to achieve any of that. Um, we are not equal in ability or outcome and we never will be like, like not everyone is going to be good at everything. Not everyone is going to be successful at everything. And that's just the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's a boss for a reason. They have more experience. They've worked harder. They've gone through more stuff than you have. Therefore they're your boss because they can help you grow. But if we didn't have that like system of hierarchy or that system of success, then we're all, being led by one another, yet we don't know what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? And the winners don't take everything, but they take almost all of it. And it's hard for people to to accept that the bottom is not a good place to be. No one likes losing. I don't like losing, but I know that when I lose, I'm growing. I know that when I lose, I'm, you know, growing in something that is making me a better person in the long run. People are unhappy at the bottom. I mean, as I just said, I hate losing. You probably hate losing. But you can't stay there and you can't just like sit in that like remorse and that like sadness. And I think you have to experience losing to really experience the joy of winning. But again, because our society takes that out, we are raising people, we are raising kids that don't know what it's like to truly win and i think that leads into the term positive illusions for example i was at work the other day and not the other day i just said that but it was like a month ago it was like a month ago but (coughs) sorry i just coughed on y'all um i was at work a month ago and there was this lady that came through the drive-thru and she ordered a lot of food. Like, I'm talking like like smoothies and milkshakes and coffee and donuts and sandwiches and like all this stuff. And I was like, wow, she must have a lot of kids in her car. She pulls forward and it's just her, okay? And I was like, oh my gosh, is this all for her? So I asked her, I was like, like, are you feeding all your kids back at home? She's like, oh no, I'm just really hungry. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what? Like how can you eat all this food? And so, I mean, I was blunt. And maybe I shouldn't have like said this, but in saying it, I realized something. So so I turned to my coworker. And I mean, I had already observed this when she pulled forward. 
But I really like put two and two together whenever she said that the food was for herself. But she was, you know, a pretty obese woman. Like she was pretty fat. So I said to my coworker, I was like, wow, she's really fat. Now, <laughs> the way I just said it made it seem like I was being, you know, mean about it. But I was like, wow, she's really fat. Like, like it was like more of like a concerning, more than a judgmental tone. I mean, I don't know. Maybe my coworker took it as a judgmental tone. Sorry, I'm moving in a chair. Maybe my coworker took it as a judgmental tone rather than a concerning tone. But whatever the case, my coworker turned to me. She's like, oh, so you're body shaming? And I was like, no. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, no, I'm just stating the fact that this woman is obese, this woman is overweight, yet she's here ordering unhealthy food and a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, well, no, you're not accepting her for who she is. You're not like, you're not loving her body and you're not like, like you're body shaming her. And I was like, I'm literally not like, I'm just stating, I'm just stating the fact that this woman is overweight and she's ordering a lot of unhealthy food. And that's where this positive illusion comes into play because you have this woman who wants to be happy. You have this woman who's living her life and no judgment, obviously. You can do whatever you want. But I started to think about it and I was like, our society has taken standards out the window in a lot of aspects. I talked about sports earlier, but now I'm talking about beauty, you know? And the thing is, it's a harsh reality, but you need beautiful to know what ugly is and i'm not calling this woman ugly by any means but you need to know healthy to know unhealthy you know what i'm saying so this woman getting all this food for herself she doesn't like you're not helping this woman by saying she's good the way she is you know yes i'm gonna love that person and treat them with kindness but you have to understand that that person is unhealthy you have to understand that this person isn't living the best the best lifestyle. And I think you would say that about a lot of things. You'd say that about someone who drinks a lot of alcohol. That's not healthy for them. Someone who smokes a lot. That's not healthy for them. Someone who eats a lot of unhealthy food and is overweight. That's not healthy for them. But because we are choosing to lose standards, because we're choosing to get rid of good, bad, beautiful, ugly, we are allowing anyone to just live the way they want, even if it's bad for them, even if it's bad for them physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever. As long as they are living their life, quote unquote, whatever they choose to do is okay. When in reality, it's not. And because we are getting rid of the standard of beauty, the standard of whatever, healthiness, we we are choosing to get rid of and just ignore the fact that people are being unhealthy, you know? And with that positive illusion, we think that it's going to help with our mental health. You know what I'm saying? Um, And we let this lie be our umbrella. We let this lie protect us. Um, And the thing is, our society has gotten so used to lying about the fact that we don't have standards that things are so terrible that delusion is the only thing that will help us you know what i'm saying like we have to lie to ourselves we have to lie to society that this person is a good soccer player when in fact they lost the game They're not a good soccer player. 
And it's okay for them to lose because they're going to learn that they need to practice harder. They need to work out more. They need to put in the effort to become the winner. They need to put in the effort to become the, like, the champion. With the Duncan lady, with the lady who ordered all the food from Duncan, she needs to put in the effort to eat healthy. She needs to put in the effort to not, you know, eat as much junk food. Yes, treat yourself every once in a while. But the fact that you're ordering all that food and then you want people to not make assumptions about you or not to, I don't know, I wasn't talking bad about her, but not talk bad about you. You have to eat healthy to be healthy. You know, you have to be healthy to be, you know, in shape. That's just the way it is. And people don't want to accept that. And again, they're using delusion as the only way to protect them. And that's not helping their mental health. You know, whenever you lie about being healthy, whenever you lie about, you know, um, being happy, other things will follow, whether it's body dysmorphia for those who don't eat healthy. You know, like you're saying, oh, I'm healthy. And, you know, society is telling me I'm healthy, even though I drink 12 cans of root beer every day. I don't know. Like, no, you're not being healthy and doing that. But because our society has gotten rid of standards, we're letting that rule what we choose to do in life. You know what I'm saying? And I think with that, we feel like we're stuck. We feel like we can't really get out of the way we're living. You know what I'm saying? Um, And as a result, these internal voices make you doubt the value of your endeavors, of your life, you know, of life itself. It can lead to depression. Um, And you really just need to step outside and really think, I need to put value into my life. Because if I'm not holding myself accountable to eating healthy, then I can't expect other people to also think the same. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm not eating healthy and I'm gaining weight, people are obviously going to notice that. But you can't get mad at them when they point it out. You're the one choosing not to have standards for yourself. And you're choosing to be unhealthy. So therefore, you can't be mad when other people realize that you're not being healthy. And it's a cheap, it's a, it's really is like a cheap trick of the rational mind, you know, um, because you begin to think that everything is meaningless when you don't have value. So leading into that, you could see life as a game. You know what I'm saying? And every game comes with the chance of success or failure. You know, whenever you play a board game, Monopoly, for example, there's always going to be a winner and everyone else is going to be a loser. That's just the way it is because you're set up to want to win. If you don't have the motivation to win, then why even try? Because if not, then there's no value and therefore no meaning. Like, therefore, there's no meaning. You know, why make an effort if it doesn't improve anything? Meaning itself requires the difference between better and worse. You know? So how can you want better if you don't know worse? So, I mean, you want to consider, like if we really were to consider, you want to consider the definitions of success and failure themselves. You know, really just think about the definition of success and failure. You either are successful, you know, comprehensive, and you're good at everything, or you're the opposite. You know, and the words themselves, success and failure, 
There's like no in between. You're not a success-ish person. You kind of failed. No, you did bad or you did good. And that's what our society doesn't want to accept, you know? However, um, in our generation, it's like we don't want to accept that. And I think I've said that a lot. I'm just repeating myself at this point, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) But again, so I was talking about how life is a game. If at first you don't succeed in whatever you're doing, obviously you can try again. I mean, that's like a famous quote. You know, if you at first you don't succeed, try try again. Um, and you can be successful in whatever you're doing. You can be a successful plumber, a successful teacher, a successful carpenter, you know? And I think that's another good thing is success is so subjective to you because not everyone is going to be a millionaire singer like The Weeknd, Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Adam Levine, and not everyone's going to be an Instagram model like... I don't even know Instagram models. I don't even know. Or, like, not everyone's going to be a TikToker like Addison Rae, Charlie D'Amelio, and Bryce Hall. Like, that's just not going to happen. And we're all going to have our own lifestyles. We're all going to live different ways. And so we all have our own opportunities to become successful in those different ways. Um, And that's what's so good about it because we can all work on our own strengths and weaknesses to become better. But, again, when you take out the meaning of failure you don't know the meaning of success. Um, And when you do fail, I think whenever you do fail, it hurts. You know what I'm saying? And you feel like you didn't accomplish anything because you didn't. And that's why you're motivated to grow. You're motivated to do better. Um, But in in this game of life, whatever role in this game you're, you're playing, whether you're playing the game as a 19-year-old boy that goes to, not 19-year-old, a 15-year-old boy that goes to high school or a single mom raising three kids or a firefighter or a TikToker or a YouTuber like Emma or, I mean, I don't know, there's so many ways that you can be successful. If one character that you're being isn't working out for you, you have the ability to change. You know, you have the ability to change your role in life. Obviously, it's not going to be hard, but you have that ability. It's not going to be easy, sorry. But you have that ability to change who you want to be in life. Another thing that I really started to think about was with having meaning in your life, what does it mean to have difficulty? Because when you don't have difficulty in your life, you don't know the value of growth. And I think a lot of successful people struggle with this. Um, because whenever a successful person gets a lot of money or gets you know, famous, they tend to get rid of the hardships in their life. You know, they'll get someone to clean for them. They'll get someone to cook for them. They'll get someone to drive them around. They'll get someone to schedule their vacations. They'll get someone to schedule their week. They'll get someone to answer their phone calls. Like, those are little things. Like, those aren't big things, but those little things are taking out things that bring challenge, that bring you know, meaning to your life. And when you take out challenge from your life because you don't want to fail, 
then you're not going to succeed because you're, you're, you have so much free time or you have so much time now that you've taken all that challenge out that famous people, I've, I've, I found this more with famous people, not more with like everyday people, but I have found that when famous people take the challenge out of their life, they have more time. Sorry, I need to cough. <coughs> they have more time to fill it. <coughs> sorry, God. <coughs> they have more time to fill it with bad things like alcohol or drugs or too much sex. I don't know. And as a result, they become alcoholics. They become <coughs> drug addicts. They get STDs. Like, because they're taking away the problems in their life that help keep them motivated, they have this time to do other things that aren't good for them. You know? And as a result, I started to really think about that. I was like, wow, like being, like, yeah, their life might look put together but they're not facing the daily challenges that everyone else is that helps keep people motivated. And you might be winning, but you're not growing. You know, you're winning at life in a sense because you're successful, but you're not growing as a person. And sometimes growing is the most important form of winning. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes growing is the best way to win because it's helping you realize and value the things in your life. And you should really strive to allow like victory and allow happiness to come after you've put in the hard work, you know? Should victory in the present always take precedence over trajectory across time? You know? And that's something really to comp- to like contemplate on. Because a lot of times we overvalue what we don't have and undervalue what we do. And that can be with a lot of things. It can be when we look at celebrities and think their life is amazing when in reality they're drug addicts, their wife is cheating on them. And when you look and compare yourself to other people, you realize that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, your coworker might have gotten the raise, but their wife is cheating on them. What do you want? You have a happy marriage, but you didn't get that raise. And you have to really put that into perspective. Like, yes, you might have failed in not getting the raise, but you have succeeded in having a good marriage. And you know, you've succeeded in having a happy marriage. Um, and I really think I want to wrap this up because, I mean, I'm going on 34 minutes. I wasn't expecting to ramble uh, for this much. But I really have been trying for myself to be okay with failing, you know, be okay with being in a state in my life right now where I feel like everything is the same. Like I feel like every day is the same and I'm trying to, you know, come up with hobbies to, you know, keep my time going before, you know, I move on with the next plans of my life, whatever they may be, you know, I'm working on all of that right now. But you really just have to put into perspective what is, what are the current struggles that I'm dealing with and how can I overcome them because I want to you know grow as a person and if you don't want to grow as a person you really need to like again regain that perspective of like what makes you happy and really try to like set your focus on that because when you do that you're able to get that feeling of success and get that feeling of failure 
And I think we all need to fail at life. I mean, failing at life is the most important thing. Whether it's failing in a soccer game when you're a kid or not getting that job after you think you did a great job interview or not getting into that sorority. I was recently on sorority TikTok, guys. What the heck? I was more invested in that than anything. Like, all the rushes from all the sororities, specifically from Alabama, and then, like, the girls posting about them not getting in their their sorority. Like, yeah, it must suck after spending a whole week posting and talking to a bunch of new girls but i mean obviously it's going to help you in the long run you're going to grow from it so again experiencing happiness from success and experiencing sadness from failure are literally the most important things that we can i think experience as human beings because it helps us grow mentally spiritually physically and with that being said i'm going to shut up because i'm going to just start repeating myself and that's boring so i mean again guys super excited that this is my first podcast i mean i don't know like i i wanted to do this and i'm it's now i mean i'm gonna publish this soon and it is currently on spotify it will soon be on apple music and a bunch i think like eight or nine other platforms but those platforms are all like podcast based like usually people who only listen to podcasts go to those platforms but I mean, it's gonna. This podcast will be on. I want to say like thirteen things. The biggest ones being Spotify and Apple Music. So yeah, I am super excited about that, one thousand percent. Because I mean, it's super fun. And thank you so much again to Anchor for, you know, posting this podcast and you know, spon- not sponsoring, but allowing me to create this podcast. I've, I've, I mean, I've enjoyed learning and growing and then sharing it with you guys so let me know what you guys think i mean again if this if this only has three views yet one of you guys have have really been inspired by it please let me know because i want to know that and i just want to know that what i'm saying isn't (laughs) isn't gibberish but with that being said thank you anchor super excited to be posting this and i'm going to be getting on a weekly schedule of posting every wednesday i was just you know excitement got the best of me and i'm posting today on a thursday But yeah, I mean, check me out on all other social medias if you are just finding this randomly from Spotify. But if you are from my other social medias, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next Wednesday.